All right. We're hanging out with you guys here. It's your Saturday. You're Googling? I'm Googling. LA Unified School District? <laughs> LAUSD? <laughs> that raised me, man. That was my, they were my parents away from my mom and dad <laughs> for the most that part. That could be scary. It is scary, I think. You know, when you think about our uh, our education system and, and how about just the, the, the absol- absolving of the responsibilities of parents of children who fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They expect they, someone else they to ex- raise them. Right. They expect the school system or something else from the government to take care of the business, you know? And then they get mad when there's any kind of discipline. <laughs> I know, right? Don't discipline. We can't discipline. All yeah. right. What a way to start the second hour here. Sorry. No, don't, don't be sorry. <laughs> Not your fault. It's my bad. <laughs> I'll apologize to the listeners out there. <laughs> Um, if you want, you can get the, the phone number out there ready to go if somebody wants to call mm-hmm. in. We're talking aliens, and, and we're also talking to um, permanent alien, Ken That's Koshio. Right. Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to get right. I, I mean, want to hear some from, real another alien story. <laughs> from, from Japan is yeah. where you are from, uh, and you are living here in the States now. You've mm-hmm. you got your green card. Yeah. You still have to have the green card? What's up? You still have to have the green of card? Of course. Yeah, always with you. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's, you, are you, what about citizenship? Well, basically, like you know, usually 10 years. Right. So then if you want to, re- basically for me, next year going to renew it okay. if I want it. Right. But maybe I can, you know, be, uh, so here I've been already, yeah, legally 15 years. So maybe I can take a you know, citizenship too. So, so I wanted to, before we get to more of the uh, gift phone number. I do. It is 866-472-5788. Call us. Nice. Yeah, give us a buzz. Uh, we're chatting aliens, and we're talking uh, music as well at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's kinda> inter- <laughs> it, we're intertwining it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ken Koshio's got the uh, the show, uh, Taiko and Roll, live show happening. It's on Saturday, June 27th over at the Tempe Center for the Arts. So this is a big show for you, I'd imagine. This is a big production. That's true. Yeah, yeah 1600, 600 seats, and then also beautiful theater. Have you been in Tempe Center for the Arts? Yeah, in fact, it's funny. Uh, I know someone who runs comedy shows there. Oh, okay. And I actually ended up doing one of his uh, open mic nights. Oh, that's right. Okay, those, so. okay. Yeah, I mean, one the studio has also nice, you know, kind of a space. Yeah, no, this it's was a, a big arena or a big uh, seated place. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah I mean, both are seated, but the one studio is about 200 people. Oh, uh, maybe but that's the, what it was. Then. Yeah, but okay. I mean, the other one, the theater I'm going to do right. is a really beautiful, really, what do you call, like more... Amphitheater? Classic, yeah, yeah okay. classic, you know, amphitheater. Yeah, right? that's, that's awesome. Right. Yeah, and then sounds-wise, beautiful. I mean, sounds-wise, great, but also, you know, building itself is really great. Nice. And then this time, so the combination of that, you know, traditional drumming, and, uh, you know, different type of the uh, indigenous, you know, in music instruments, like what I said, the didgeridoo, gongs, so and the American flute. Is everything singing. up on stage right. at the same time? Well, one maybe once, twice, okay. but basically in and out. So because basically this show is uh, my story since I moved to, I mean, before I moved to here, I've been a street singer before. Okay, so you're, I mean, you're, so you're a busker. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I've never been to Europe, so no one called me busker. Okay. But I'm sure, you know, European people, right, they call sure. them buskers, right? Right, right. And the first time when I came to this country back in 1996, so I went to New York and I went to the uh, Staten Island. Okay. And it's called the uh, Mandarin Brothers. So they have the really vintages of the Martin guitars. So I wasn't sure I want to keep on doing my music career or not because 
I was quite, you know, good time when I was in Japan in younger time, but okay. I couldn't go to the big success. So I was, you know, I thought, okay, maybe I should quit. Do this, this is after traveling the country. Before, yeah, I was traveling in the country in Japan, but uh, oh, when you first came out here for the first three months, right? Yeah, but the, before that, I was oh. in Japan and doing this career, right? But you know, oh, you had the like, you had the doubt in Japan, right? So oh, then I right. wanted to make sure I want to keep on doing or not. Mm. So then my music at the time I was doing more like a folk rock music. So I want to see the roots things. Gotcha. So one day when I came here. Back in 1996, in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, there's a lot of talented people who are unknown. Right. So, if I wanna be, if I want to be something like Mick Jagger, or even Elvis Presley, it's not just talent, but luck and the people who's gonna, you know, provide them that way. Right. So I knew, but uh, after I saw those talented people here. And then, of course, you know, at that time, I couldn't speak English this much. Right. So how can I be something here? <laughs> Even I could sing Right. How do you music. establish yourself? Right, right, because myself, you know, singing a lot of Japanese lyrics. Mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, I saw a lot of different type of artists. And then they've been surviving, survived by their way. It's not just names of their art or the names of their, you know, <clears throat> uh, yeah, they're not their name. They've been doing with their passion and something, which you know, sure. maybe give them some, you know, strong power to keep on doing. So, and after three months I spent, but especially, you know, when I was in New Orleans, I saw one really old gentleman who, uh, you know, African-American guy singing on a you know, street corner in a French Quarter. No one was there. Just I was in an audience, and he was playing the blues. Man, that killed me. Okay, if I want to be Eric Clapton, I need a manager. But if I can sing something, this gentleman, right? He, even maybe he was like seventies or eighties. I don't know. He was real old. Right. <laughs> so I thought, okay, just don't quit it. Right. Keep on doing it like this gentleman. So because he really changed my life. Interesting. So that Even, one time you're sitting there, yeah. it just really resonated with right. you, huh? Exactly. You really you suck. I mean, you, you must have missed your exit listening to his music. That, right. You must have gone to a place you've right. maybe never gone before, yeah. huh? And then maybe that's a, you know, he's an, an right. alien. Mm. You know, he sent it by UFO <laughs> to give me the message. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And you then, never know, man. Right. So right. then after that, I decided, okay, so I really want to live in the U.S. Because in Japan, my age at the time, I was maybe 29 or 30. Right. But, you know, people started saying, okay, how long are you going to, you know, chase stupid dreams? You know? Right. <laughs> but okay. here, maybe it's the same if I was born here. I don't know. But I could see more like varieties. Right. And then also respect to the arts more than you know, my life in Japan. Mm. So then I was, you know, busker in L.A. since 1998 to 2003. After 9-11 happened and also I crossed the country and then somehow I stopped the Hopi Nation and then also Sedona. That brought me to living in Phoenix since 2004. Interesting. Yeah. So, so now you got the show going on. So right. the show is a, pretty much about that. Right. So it means those kind of my career is from started more American music. But in the U.S., I play more traditional music as a Japanese. So okay. I kind of found out my roots in the foreign country. So then now, 
power of the drums are not just my Japanese-ness. It's a heartbeat for all of us. I got you. Right, Native Americans, drumming. For humans. Flute. Right, just exactly. In general, it doesn't right. matter. Right. Because, so, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I imagine when you're talking about, you know, working with the Hopis and everything, is, right. is how similar is it? Right. You know, what, mm-hmm. was there a lot of similarities? I think so, because, yeah. you know, even their name, Hopi, means people live in peace. And it, Wa means basically express about Japanese or Japanese-ness. So Wa means also, you know, peace and then also harmony. Okay. So that Hopi... Basically, in English, that you know, you call it Hopi to wa. But we say in Japanese, we Hopi to wa. T-O is a to, T-O. Okay. Hopi to wa. So, to means and. Oh, okay. Right. Hopi and Japanese. Instead of on the CD, it's Hopi That's right. Exactly. Right. Wa. Exactly. Interesting. Right. Right. Hopi doa. Hopi doa. Yeah. Hopi that's doa. now in Japanese, man. <laughs> it almost sounds like a hello and a greeting. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hopi doa. <Yeah. laughs> what kind of language, man? Right, exactly. <laughs> or the number five special. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so that that dynamics, right. you know, I hope they're gonna enjoy the, you know, really solo kind of singing style right to the a bunch like a twenty yeah. over twenty of the drummers bang the, you know. Oh, that's drums. gotta be great, yeah, man. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. Well. Like I it's said, pretty I might, awesome. I might have had something going on. Yeah, and then we, also, we don't yeah, know yet, him, you know, so Heidi is going to be part of that. Yeah, know, violin. So I'm playing yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. You <laughs> that's are. True. You got. You forgot your violin <laughs> right. today. I left it. We won't hold it against you. Yeah. Though, but, um, we uh, we're, so so we, in a rush. So in order for her not to bring your violin, we're getting to talk aliens. With right. Her, so. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. This is cool. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. And we're pretty much at the bottom of the hour. So we have half an hour to go. Porno music or not's coming up. I promise that to you guys. We're going to play some of that music a little <laughs> later on. What do we get ourselves into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll play a little uh, drug code as well. In a minute too. <laughs> so I'm curious, because we already kind of got through the Damn. whole drug history of Japan already. So I think we're going to run that well dry we ask you how it was back then. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Everything was so straight for you guys over there, huh? Ra- being raised in, in Japan, I mean, that's got to be, you know... It's such a when you came here to America your first time, it must have been a crazy experience for you then. Well, you know, the, but at the same time, as you know, you know, after 1945, you know, we totally started to be Americanized. Right. So, you know, General MacArthur brought us to be, you know, more this society. Right. So, TV, radio, any, even commercial things. And music. Music. Yeah. Movies. Billboards. Billboards. Right. Yeah. So, like we're talking about even UFOs, how how much it's basically, you know, influential or even brainwashing. Right. You know, so such a kind of things. Now I can understand more, but at the time, yeah, wow, you know, those kind of idols, I love that song, mm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But they knew what they do. Right. <laughs> but we didn't know. <laughs> did know, you but guys, we didn't know. You guys brought us Godzilla. So that's right. Good. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, do you know the, uh, yeah. was it, what's the metaphor of the uh, Godzilla? With the atomic bomb. Yeah, right? exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 I know yeah. That's what we have it. such a kind of message a lot, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, Godzilla movies are a lot like porn movies to me. <laughs> oh it's like, I don't want he- to hear the dialogue. Let's just get straight to the action. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the backstory. <laughs> I wanted to see him destroying something. I never something. thought about it. Godzilla likes <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was on. It was on, the- <laughs> it was on the other day, and I was watching it, and I'm like, look, I don't really care what actor you are. I don't care what, <laughs> what story you are. I don't care if your son needs to get rescued from the, the, you know, the hotel that he was at because Godzilla's on way to destroy you <laughs> you know it's like I don't care about that there's too much like you know it's like a Jaws Jaws was good Sorry. it built up a nice build but then you know you want to see the you know alright never mind. 
Uh, <laughs> did, we, did we get anything else with um, with the extraterrestrials? Anybody? You got you see the rest um, of the uh, story that somebody posted a couple days ago. Too. Oh yeah, it yeah. The, Thank you for reminding me. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't just the rock that had the actual like a screw. No. Three hundred. So let's recap. Oh quick. yeah, a three hundred thousand year old. No, three hundred million. Uh, three, excuse me. <laughs> million. Million. Think wow. dog. Three hundred million year old rock mm. was found. Having a screw in it. Yes. <laughs> Metal screw. In China. In China. And, and then you said there's another one that was found somewhere. Yeah, too, like in, like in the 90s, there was one found in the Russia. In in Russia. Not the Russia? Not the Russia. <laughs> it's from watching The Intern. The thing is, the internet. Right, okay. On the I'll, line. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, do, I do like that movie. I thought that was a, it was a cute movie. All right, I'll give you that. It was very typical of a comedy, but it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. It had its moments. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It's definitely uh, a way for you know like a cable <laughs> movie. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a theory when I watch movies when they come out. I go first of all, you got to go see it in the theater right away, yeah. or wait for DVD, or wait for cable, right. or wait for a movie for a Saturday afternoon, right. or just read the fucking book, <laughs> <laughs> or read another book. It doesn't really matter. So that movie for me, The Intern, was more of a way for cable. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to say. I wouldn't see that in the theater. It was on Netflix, so. Netflix would be our Yeah, yeah. yeah it I just, was acceptable. Yeah, I saw a pretty cool uh, documentary on Netflix the other day. It was called um, For the Bible Tells Me So. And it's um, about the, the gay uh, bashing, the homophobia that they um, have in religion. Huh. And how they, this one man perpetrates it through his radio show which is heard worldwide and he just talks about homophobic crap and he just demonizes it and basically parents who have had kids come out as gay um this documentary is about that and it's about what these parents and and, you know how they handle it and how they because they're in such a uh religious state of mind that they'd rather believe god's word than their own heart and their own you know what i mean that's like how do you how do you do that how do you remove yourself from any kind of humanity just because something that you've never even seen or heard of is is told that you're you have to uh, abolish your child because of their where they are, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Either. I know. So this it's a great documentary. If you get a chance to check it out, it's huh. for, for the Bible tells me so. And I think mm-hmm. it's like 2007. But it's funny is that this headquarters where this religious guy was from, I, I don't know his name, is that they had held rallies at his place. To say you you basically you asshole <laughs> you know stop <laughs> doing what you're doing you're ruining lives you know you're you you're causing suicides you're causing people who are religious to grow up I'm wrong there's something wrong with me I got to kill myself now and that's what happens so this was headquartered in Colorado Springs the same city the marijuana radio station broke <laughs> <laughs> broke out of. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's crazy. I know, right? That's kind of weird. And you know what, what really sucks is he's doing the radio show on that network on 1580 AM at the time. I'm really pissed that I didn't know about this because I would have said something on the on the radio. I said it on the uh, on the internet only show, but not on the radio part. 